going on, guys? Welcome into today's show. Today's wise investor tip is going to be around a popular topic of discussion this week, which is the Bitcoin ETF. I don't know about you guys, but I dabbled in cryptocurrency. I really haven't bought a ton of it over the course of the last few years. I haven't been dollar cost averaging in. I've been saving most of my dry powder for commercial real estate um, and some different business investments that I've made. But that being said, I bought some Bitcoin back in 2017 and 2018 that I've been just kind of sitting on, right, to be a participant in this um, evolving landscape of cryptocurrency. And we've been hearing a lot of chatter and discussion for quite some time around this Bitcoin ETF. And as many of you guys know, I'm in a high net worth mastermind group called GoBundance, and we've got a lot of great experts in various topics. I mean, you've got guys that are experts in health because they're doctors and nutritionists and, you know, extreme athletes. You've got guys that are experts in finances and wealth building. You've got experts in pretty much every real estate investing asset class you could think of. And we also got our crypto heads in the group. And obviously, it's great because in that group, we get a lot of people that are very bullish on crypto and very bearish on crypto. So I love kind of being a fly on the wall and hearing some of the debates and discussions around why crypto or specifically, right, certain cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, ETH, you know, XRP, whatever it may be, um, are good or bad. And uh, one of the very large crypto bulls in our group who has specifically staked his, his bet on Bitcoin long term. Um, you know, a lot of guys have been beating him up over the last couple of years. And he stayed true to his, you know, his obsession and passion with using cryptocurrency as not only a wealth building vehicle in terms of, you know, preservation and return and growth, but also, right, um, in terms of this idea of being sovereign and free from government overreach. And I've had some really great conversations with him over the years. And today I just wanted to share one quick question I asked him that really helped me understand his perspective a little bit clear on Bitcoin. Because as many of you guys know, yesterday uh, or on Wednesday, the Securities and Exchange Commission gave its approval for some Bitcoin ETFs. And this was actually just a day after a fake post on the SEC's Twitter handle on X. And they said, hey, this we got hacked. This isn't true. And then you know, 24 hours later, uh, they make pretty much the same exact announcement. But that being said, the price of Bitcoin started jumping up skyward on Tuesday after that fake announcement. And then minutes after they said, hey, this is not true, then it kind of had a little bit of a a pullback. Um, and, you know, many people believe that Bitcoin ETFs, which are exchange traded funds, um, it gives you a little bit of a fraction of ownership, right? And whatever that fund is investing in. 
could bring tens of billions of dollars of investment this year and really catapult the price of Bitcoin. In a statement on Wednesday, Gary Gensler uh, confirmed the decision to approve the Bitcoin ETFs, but he offered a note of caution about cryptocurrency. And after announcing that the SEC had approved that listing, um, he did note that we are not approving or endorsing Bitcoin. Investors should remain cautious about the myriad risks associated with Bitcoin and products whose value is tied to crypto. So again, you hear a lot of dovish sentiments and concern around the cryptocurrency. But at the end of the day, when the big boys and the big girls start getting involved in things, you know they see money, they see opportunity, they see a threat, they see upside, whatever it may be, they're getting involved for a reason. Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like building a bigger pipeline with real customers leading to higher win rates and conversions, and of course, larger deals and paydays all around. We call this deep sales and LinkedIn has built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn sales navigator. Right now, our Millionaire Mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try LinkedIn sales navigator and get a 60 day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast. That's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60 day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started. And I know all my crypto heads have been ecstatic about this. And I don't know about you guys, but I've been seeing many people posting on it like it's going to change the game. And so I reached out to Dan and I just said, hey, man, I'm curious on your thoughts around, you know, the sentiment, because while this is, let's say, a good thing for Bitcoin itself, isn't it a bit contrary to the mission statement of Bitcoin remaining sovereign and free over, you know, the governance of the SEC and the government itself. And, you know, I agree with him. I think it definitely will help the crypto market as a whole long term. It's going to get more eyes and attention and ears and capital, you know, allocated to that space. And at the same time, it just feels like another way for Wall Street, for the SEC, right, for government oversight to kind of get in. And specifically with Wall Street, right, all of these Bitcoin. ETF funds, what are they going to do? They are going to bill you and fee you for managing and finding and optimizing your investment into that Bitcoin ETF, which really goes against the grain of the crypto community's mission and culture. And so I asked him about you know, his perspective on this, and I'm just going to read it to you. I'll keep it short and sweet. 
And this is just something for those of you that are looking at investing to really understand. He does a good job explaining kind of the difference between Bitcoin ETF and the Bitcoin investment itself. And so he said, Matt, this is a great take. I appreciate the question. In some ways, you're right. The real value of Bitcoin, not crypto, is that it's money you can hold yourself and no one can take it away from you unless you let them. You decide when you transfer value to others, not some middleman. There's no ability to freeze bank accounts or take your property in the Bitcoin world. It's 12 words that you can store in your head that can hold trillions of dollars in value. And in order to crack that cryptography, it would take more energy than we have in the entire universe. It's a fortress of cryptography that protects your value. And that might be for another discussion, right? Because we've heard of people hacking and doing all kinds of stuff in that capacity. And protection um, is something that obviously people are uh, constantly pointing to when it comes to Bitcoin. That being said, he said, so buying the ETF is actually not buying real Bitcoin. It's buying a paper claim on Bitcoin without one of the main use cases, which is censorship resistance. I think that everyone should buy Bitcoin themselves and hold their own keys, not give their money for someone else to buy that Bitcoin for them. And that middleman is ultimately, right, the Bitcoin ETF. Almost every other piece of property individuals own, and he's talking to a lot of us real estate investors, is subject to immediate seizure and many times without due process in today's world. With Bitcoin, you decide if and when you move the Bitcoin, not some government bureaucrat. It just gives you more control and bargaining power. It's an insurance policy on government overreach and insanity. So if you own the ETF, you don't have that, right? The SEC is overseeing those Bitcoin ETFs. So you're not getting that same type of power of anonymity, of the um, protection from what he's saying here that you get by just holding Bitcoin solely. Now, the ETF does track the price of Bitcoin, and that's the other main use case, which is a store of value. It is going to go up forever because the dollar is going to go down forever. This is, again, I would probably have uh, him and Mr. Breedwell be locking horns, you know, talking about um, the dollar and cryptocurrency and the financial markets. But again, that's for another interview and episode. But he just said, right, just like all of your real estate, but I argue at a much faster clip. So you do get to see your wealth and fiat dollars increase, but you will never be able to touch the Bitcoin. So let's say one day in one of my wild fantasies, and I'm reading his statement to me, that Bitcoin continues to eat up stores of value, like gold, real estate, stocks, bonds, currencies, and it becomes so valuable that governments want it back, um, want it to back their crumbling structures of debt and fiat. Where is there an enormous honeypot of Bitcoin, Coinbase, and these ETFs? There will likely be a few million Bitcoin in these vehicles. Sure, they will give you the fair value in dollars that day, but guess what happens the next day after they seize it? It explodes in value like gold did back in the 1930s with Order 6102. Back then, they confiscated the gold from these big honeypots, and people were left holding the bag. It happened because governments got desperate, and I think they will get more desperate as our debt burden continues to grow, which 
obviously is hard to deny at this point. So just to be clear, I don't think this is going to happen because everyone will own Bitcoin and no elected official is going to be able to pass something like this, but it is a possibility. If you get to hold the keys, that isn't possible unless you let it happen. Do you want real or fake Bitcoin? So this is definitely bittersweet for me. It's going to pump everyone's bags, that I am sure of. So many people are going to think they own Bitcoin, but they really don't because they are invested into the Bitcoin ETF without actually owning the Bitcoin in their own wallet. They will want to learn more and eventually own real Bitcoin themselves, which is the ultimate net positive for the cryptocurrency market. There will only ever be 21 million Bitcoin. How many millionaires are there? 60 million worldwide. That's 0.3 Bitcoin per millionaire. How many humans on the planet? 8 billion. That's 200,000 SATs per human. There are 100 million SATs in a Bitcoin. It's going to be a global race to acquire as much Bitcoin as possible, but 99.9% .9 of people do not yet understand that they are also in the race, whether they like it or not. So it was very interesting to kind of hear his quick response on that. And we had a full on conversation, you know, to um, kind of further unpack this a little bit. But ultimately, I think for most people that are thinking that just by getting in on the Bitcoin ETFs that you're going to win big and that's and you're going to get all of the benefits of what Bitcoin itself actually presents to investors who hold it in their own wallets. There's a separation there. One is still playing in the world of Wall Street, the Bitcoin ETFs, and is under the government's and oversight of that pros and cons. The other side of it, right, is you own the Bitcoin yourself, you manage it, you store it, you keep it safe, and ultimately you get all of the benefits of that on that side of the fence. So really, I don't think there's a right or a wrong stance. It depends on your risk profile, right? It depends on how comfortable and confident you are. It depends on how much you're actually allocating into this space. And even if you want to just get in a little bit more, to get in closer proximity to cryptocurrency and to the benefits of it. I think the Bitcoin ETF is a great way to get people in. But I will say this, right? Because there is still so much room for growth, for governance, for improvement in the cryptocurrency world, because there are still a lot of areas of distrust a lot of areas that are clunky, that are really challenging for people to feel comfortable to navigate and do it simply. There's still some headwinds, big headwinds in the cryptocurrency space, but I believe that the Bitcoin ETF is going to be a great stepping stone to get more eyes, ears, attention, and of course, capital into the space. Am I going to be investing in a Bitcoin ETF? I'm not sure. I'm most likely going to follow the lead of Ryan and what um, they do with their organization and their groups and their funds because they have always done me right. Um, but that being said, you know, I'm still sitting on the other side of the fence as well, holding a couple of my Bitcoin to get some of the benefits over the long run because I do believe, you know, I'm 35. By the time I'm 65, I'm betting on the fact that, you know, crypto is going to have evolved in a very big way. It will be a part of our society. And I want to make sure that I don't have 
all of my eggs in one basket in the matrix with real estate and the stock market should something go wrong. So interesting time for cryptocurrency. And if you're somebody that is an expert in it and you've got some thoughts, shoot me your question or your comments at 844-447-1555. I'm always looking to learn and grow because this isn't my area of expertise. But that being said, I've learned a ton by being in proximity to people that are active in this space, that are crypto whales, that are doing it at a high level. And it is very interesting to me, but I still see a very small, 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 small percentage of people holding a majority of the wealth and winning the most while the lion's share of others on the retail side are still struggling in a big way to get real returns in a way that some of the more proven vehicles like a business, like the stock market, or like, of course, my favorite darling, commercial real estate, or just real estate in general can hold for you. So interesting times for investors right now, but wise investors are constantly participating in conversations, are asking questions to the people that are active, that are obsessed about it, that are experts, that are doing it the right way, and taking that information and finding a way to implement it accordingly into your own investing plan and how that ties into the goals that you have and when you want to achieve them by. So with that being said, That is today's Wise Investor Conversation. As always, I appreciate you guys. If you enjoy the show, all I ask, share it and leave a review. That's all we're focused on this year. Reviews, reviews, reviews. And if you don't mind taking 60 seconds to leave a review on whatever uh, platform you enjoy listening to the show on, it would be greatly appreciated. As we wrap up today, I just want to give a massive shout out and thank you to everybody that applied for the Wise Investor Collective, hundreds of apps. I'm trying to narrow it down to my 25 people that I'm going to pour into and spend time with um, in 2024 in our mastermind that are specifically focused on the one goal, buy one commercial real estate property a year that nets you $50,000 a year. You can do that over a 12-month period, very simply. And if you do that for five years straight, you are on the path to $250,000 in passive income, let alone your balance sheet and your net worth is going to look a lot bigger and better when you are also pulling in a significant amount of cash flow and leveraging those assets to mitigate your taxes. So we are pouring into those people in this community and trying to narrow it down to the top 25. Um, And thank you to everybody that reached out. We're going to be launching our second mastermind cohort in 2025. But this first group is going to be our founding members. So we've got the applications open for one more week. And again, we're looking to align with the right people for this group that we know are really going to get success, really committed to getting this goal across the finish line, and ultimately are badasses in their own right. And we're going to be collaborating in an environment with other high-level business owners and investors that are focused on this one goal. So if that resonates with you, I highly suggest and encourage you to still apply wiseinvestorcollective.com. Um, apply. We'll have apps open through the remainder of the month and the mastermind will be kicking off in February. This is a great time to be digging the well before you want to scoop the water when it comes to investing. Doesn't matter if it's commercial real estate, doesn't matter if it's single family real estate, the stock market. We're entering a season in the economic cycle that I believe is going to create some massive opportunity investors who are on the front lines and focusing on building wealth every day, not a hobby, 
but are truly focused full-time on making this happen. And even if you're somebody that has, right, a job, spending time on something every day is a great way to build that momentum and segue into it becoming more of a full-time focus. So if you want to participate in more of these conversations, I'm putting stuff on my daily broadcast channel, on my Instagram, and we now have our free Facebook group that we are officially launching, the Wise Investor Network Win. If you want to win, you want to be around winners, and you want to be a part of our investor network, then I suggest you find our free Facebook group and start at least participating in the conversations there. We'll have some more events, some more cool things that you can do to get in proximity with other like-minded people, because that's our goal, is to create the best world-class commercial real estate investing network of wise investors, because there's really a big void in quality content, quality networking in that space, and we're going to fill it. So with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. I look forward to connecting with you guys on next week's episode. And until then, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your March to a million and beyond. Cheers.